That was weird. Cool, there we go. Come hey, what's up, Bob? Guess what? We're back with another podcast. Don't worry, we're going to cut this part out, Bob. <laughs> but we've got a special guest today on the holiest of days. What's today? November, I think? 17th? Yes. Bob, come sit The year down. of our Lord, 2019. Sit. Your pacing is making me, is going to make a lot of noise. So, what's up? Nothing. What's up, June? <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Are you just going to stare at me? Yeah, I'm not feeling good. Are you feeling okay? No. We went camping. We all went camping. And it was really cold. Mm-hmm. And we had to leave early. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey Bob. Hi. <laughs> Do you have fun camping? Sometimes. Sometimes. I don't know how to feel about it. Camping? Yeah. You well, had well, you had you had fun. I had fun, but I don't remember a lot of it. What? I blacked out. I completely blacked out. That's your own fault. Yeah had a hard time feeling bad for you yesterday when you were feeling sick because you did it to yourself. <laughs> Sorry, but not really. I ate a hamburger off the ground, supposedly. You did. Things happen. Care to elaborate, Bob? Bob got to go up on the mountain for the first time. That was fun for him. Is that the highest you've ever been? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Get out of here. Well, did you know that we're sponsored now? No. No, yeah. we're not. <laughs> we have a sponsor. No, we don't. We do. We do not have a for real sponsor. Don't go saying that. We'll get in trouble. An we unofficial sponsor. Thank, we would like to thank Larry the Cable Guys Triple Cheese <laughs> Cheeseburger Dinner for sponsoring this podcast. They are not sponsoring us. Hey. There is nothing like making a nice dinner in one pan makes for easy cleanup. All you really need are some forks and a fine box of wine, says Larry. Did he really? Brother Larry. Brother says, Larry. You got to try it on the front. Um, I just don't understand it. What? Why is Larry the cable guy making food? Why is he slinging knockoff hamburger helper? Well, because he caters to those of the redneck variety, and the redneck variety likes shit like Hamburger Helper, which is delicious. I love Hamburger Helper. It's ready fast, just like Lightning McQueen. It gets her done. That was Larry the Cable mm -hmm. Guy. So, so, that's it. That's the whole bit. We're going to have to do a lot of editing on this. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, like... Filter. No. no, that's cheesy. No, we don't keep it cheesy like that, Bob. We're we're trying to be genuinely bad. We're, uh, not, we're a classy we're, operation. No, no music either. No, we haven't found any, and we don't want to pay for any because we're cheap. 
Dude, I was on somebody else's podcast that like two people listened to. <laughs> and I was yelling at this guy about he was saying that seafood is gross and that Popeyes is gross because they have they have seafood with their chicken. I was like, maybe I'm weird. I'm like, yeah, man, you are weird. He was from somewhere like uh, somewhere Wisconsin way north yeah. or Minnesota, one of those super north, may as well be Canada states. Mm-hmm. So, what you been reading? Been reading some books? We got some books today? I haven't been reading books, but I've been listening to books. Yeah, that doesn't count, right? You don't, you can't say you're reading a book when you listen to one, right? No, you say I listen to a book. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it counts. <laughs> it's so much easier to listen to it. Well, I can shower and listen to it. I can do housework and listen to it. I can drive in the car. Mm-hmm. I can be in the store listening to it and ignoring people. So in a way, it's kind of better than reading because I can do it whenever I want. Word. Yeah. I could be sitting in bed listening to it while you're watching some YouTube channel that I hate. The bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's handy. But I do have some books. And I have been listening to a couple of the books that are in these series that I have. Cool. These are all series. I hope there's a secret agent no. in here. No. no. Nope. There are seven books, and they're all book one in a, like a, you know, a series. Okay. One of these has like 35 books. Or more. I don't know. 35 was the highest number I saw. They have to be good if they've got 35. How many? Do you think they came up with 35 different genres of paranormal romance? Are there 35? We can figure out 35. Or you think they have repeats? Like, here's a vampire. A few books later, here's another vampire. Yeah. Here's... Here's some shifters. Here's here's a polar bear that fell in love with a gerbil shifter. <laughs> Number two is the gerbil shifter um, fell in love with the kangaroo shifter. <laughs> and then number four is the polar bear and then the kangaroo together. Whoa. And then keep going for about two minutes of that. And you got 35 of them bitches. Yeah. So it's kind of like middle schooly. If everybody's hooking up with everybody, or it's like this a bad '90s rom com, mm-hmm. or some shitting dick nipples. How about? Not a fan. If you're going to go for shooting dick nips. Maybe Goatsy. Well you hit him with Goatsy. What? Hit him with Goatsy. Um, Play your pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Focus. My bad. Let's do it. 
Are you ready? I'm ready for books. Are you ready dude. for seven books? Yep. So this first one um, is a series that I've been reading for several years, and I actually just finished um, listening to the last book in the series last week. This one is called Witchling, an Otherworld Novel. And it's book one in the Otherworld series by Yasmin Galenorn. 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 I thought it was Gail Norn Definitely. until I started listening and then I heard Galenorn. And I was like, oh, that's I've been a, saying that That's wrong. a Viking name if I ever heard one. She's cool. I like her. She's witchy. Which hmm. explains why there's a witch. It says, we're the DRTO sisters. Half human, half fairy. We're savvy and sexy operatives for the Otherworld Intelligence Agency. But our mixed blood heritage short circuits our talents at all the wrong times. My sister Delilah shapeshifts into a tabby cat whenever she's stressed. Mentally's a vampire who's still trying to get the hang of being undead. And me? I'm Camille. A wicked good witch. Except my magic's as unpredictable as the weather, as my enemies are about to find out the hard way. At the Wayfair Inn, a portal to the Otherworld and the local hangout for humans and beasties alike, a fellow operative Jocko has been murdered. Every clue points to Shadowwing, the soul-munching badass leader of the subterranean realms. He's made it... <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> He's made it clear that he aims to raise humankind to the ground, turning both Earth and Otherworld into his private playground. Our assignment... Keep shadowing and his minions from creeping into Earth via the Wayfarer. The demons figure they're in like Flynn. After all, with only my bumbling sisters and me standing in the way, how can they miss? But we've got a secret for them. Faulty wiring or not, nobody kicks ass like the DRTO sisters. It sounds pretty fantastical. Almost anime-like. Yeah. Kinda. I like them. I think they're good. You read all these? Or yes. this was the first one? Or? This is book one in the series, but I just finished the entire series. And how many were there? Uh, there are 20 books. Golly. And that doesn't include like the little side stories. Okay. They're quick reads. So, and I've been reading it for several years. I don't know how long, but for a long time. Hmm. Cool. This next one is called The Warlord Once Forever. <laughs> And it is book one in the Immortals After Dark series by Cressley Cole. I don't know how many books are in this series. A lot. I've read. I'm current. If she okay. continues. May, I don't know if she's making more. I'm, oh no! I don't know. I'm up to date. However, <laughs> I just knocked over my hot chocolate and almost spilled it everywhere. So are you ready for this one? Kind of. Well, discover a dark and wicked new world in Cressley Cole's remastered tale, The Warlord Once Forever, the first scorching installment in her number one New York Times best-selling Immortals After Dark series. <clears throat> the Warlord. Nikolai Ra, a ruthless vampire general, will stop at nothing to find his bride, the one woman who can blood him, making his heart beat and filling him with strength. Coldly interested in only the power his bride will bring, 
He can hardly believe when Miss the Coveted awakens him body and soul. The Seductress Famed throughout the world as the most beautiful Valkyrie, Miss has devoted her life to protecting a magical jewel and to fighting vampires. Roth provides her with the perfect opportunity to torment her sworn enemy, for with his new heartbeat comes a consuming sexual desire that can only be slaked by her. Denying him, she flees, struggling to forget his searing, possessive kiss. The hunt is on. She eludes him for five years, but he has finally chased her to ground and stolen her enchanted jewel, giving him absolute power over her. Now that she's his for the taking, he intends to make her experience firsthand the agonizing, unending lust she subjected him to for half a decade. Yet when Nikolai realizes he wants far more than vengeance from Mist and Freezer, will she come back to him? Sounds pretty rapey. Kinda. Now that you it had, say that. It had a good title. But, uh, kind of samey bullshit, huh? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Every time I hear vampire, I'm just like, uh, I have checked out. No vampires? No. Well, then there, there, there goes like 80% of the books that are in this <laughs> um, paranormal romance genre yeah. for our paranormal romance podcast. Yeah. Sorry, no vampires. Okay, well then, I quit. We're not I doing mean, this every, anymore. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> every now and then, we'll do vampires. But I'm just saying, as far as giving focus to a, a book, it ain't going to have fucking... Uh, vampires? What's his name? Edward? Twinkle guy. Yeah, Edward. <laughs> twinkle guy. Edward? <laughs> Edward the twinkle guy? Well, luckily, this series... Like I said, I've read, I'm up to date on this series. There's only a couple of vampires in it. Bob, do you like vampires? Depends on the vampire. Yeah, because you suck. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you had a bad excuse all the time. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> well, um,. You're really going to like this third one that I have for you because it's called The Vampire Wants a Wife. <laughs> Didn't we just read that one? Wasn't it The Something Wants Something? The Warlord Wants Forever. <laughs> but this, this is what I'm talking this about. This guy wants a wife that's different. He didn't say he wants a wife forever. He just wants one. And this is book one in the Supernatural Dating Agency series. And it's by Andy M. Long. I uh, bet it is. Him. <laughs> Running a dating agency can be killer. Shelly Lindley is sick of sickos. Yet another prankster has applied to her dating agency. This one says he's a vampire and he wants Shelly to help him find a wife. Meeting him for a second interview against all her better judgment, Shelly discovers that he has no clue about women. A shame because he's super hot, amusing, and has a lot of single friends he could recommend her struggling business to, even if he does say they're werewolves and demons. 
She has to help him, even if he's crazy. If she can ignore his delusions, she's sure he can help him meet someone. But when death threats start arriving on her doorstep, Shelly's not sure she's cut out for the job. Then her dating algorithm states she's his ideal partner. Now she's not sure if she'd take the risk for love or run like hell. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Withernsea and the Supernatural Dating Agency for readers of Michelle Rowan, Jerry Bartlett, and Michelle Bardsley, who like their humor, to have bite. So what are your thoughts? I think next book will be uh, the undead man would like booty calls. I don't know. (laughs) No. There's no undead people in this one. I don't think. Okay. Cool. You ready? Yep. Dark Stranger the Dream. Book one of the Children of the Gods Paranormal Romance series. Okay. By I.T. Lucas. When Sissy's paranormal foresight lands her job at Dr. Amanda Dokani's neuroscience lab, It fails to predict the thrilling yet terrifying turn her life will take. Sissy has no clue that her boss is an immortal who will drag her into a secret millennia-old battle over humanity's future. Nor does she realize that the professor's imposing brother is the mysterious stranger who's been starring in her dreams. Since the dawn of human civilization, two warring factions of near-immortals, descendants of the gods of old, have been secretly shaping its destiny. Leading the clandestine battle from his luxurious L.A. high-rise, Kian is surrounded by his clan, yet alone. Descending from a single goddess, clan members are forbidden to each other. So they're, they, can't, they can't do each other. They're brothers and sisters. <laughs> this book has it all. It has every fucking trope. It has, oh, oh I got a weird fucking job. I wonder that's where that's going to lead. And then there's a war, and then there's factions. I'm sorry. Rant over. No. (laughs) I'm listening. I'm here. It's just got all the tropes. Yeah, and I'm not done. (laughs) Bring them on. (laughs) And as the only other immortals are their hated enemies, Kian and his kin have been long resigned to a lonely existence of fleeting trysts with human partners. That is, until his sister... A neuroscience professor and a leading researcher of paranormal abilities make a game-changing discovery. The end. Cool. (laughs) Cool, yeah. I'm glad that sounds like something you want to check out. Book number seven takes place in a... No, this is book six. Book six takes place in a familiar place. Yeah. Flavortown? Kind of? Yeah. It's called Cade's Dark Embrace, and it's book one in the Immortals of New Orleans series. Nice. So it's going to have a lot of... Um, hey, me, brah. No. Man, throw me that bead like that. They don't talk like that yeah, there. It'll be like, ha, 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 mon cher. Yeah. It'll be like Gambit from X-Men. It's going to be all wrong. Yeah. And very... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? 
gentrified? No. Kind of like cartoonish. Like campy. Campy kind of, I guess. Yeah. I've never read it. I don't know. I'm just assuming cuz most things based in New Orleans are everyone uh part well, every every day is like Mardi Gras. There's mm-hmm. always a Mardi Gras parade and the only part of the city is the French Quarter. And everybody like you know, fucking Eve Banier's all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, get some rice and beans. <laughs> Dumb shit. After a series of girls are ritualistically murdered on the cold streets of Philadelphia, seasoned detective Sidney Willows is forced to work with sexy. Sorry, this one's got vampires. Didn't read it. <laughs> fucking course. <laughs> sexy alpha vampire. <laughs> Cade Isaacson. As the case develops, so does Sydney's attraction to her new partner, no matter how hard she tries to fight it. I had to add words because this review, this uh, book description is missing words, so I had to fill in the blanks. Sorry. Cade Determined to solve the case and mete out justice, is captivated by the independent, fiery detective. While he attempts to protect her from a very real murderer, his concern for the beautiful but very human detective grows. She could easily end up dead should she tangle with supernatural forces that are beyond her control. The investigation leads them into the dark and dangerous underbelly of New Orleans, where together they search for the perpetrators of the voodoo killings, Told you it was going to mm-hmm. be like a big old stereotype. When Sydney becomes the target of the killer, she ends up fighting for her life and love in the Big Easy. If she makes it out alive, she will give in to the intoxicating desire she feels for Cade. Cade's Dark Embrace is the first book in the Immortals of New Orleans series, which has been optioned for film and is currently in development. Right, of course it is. So, that's three vampire books. What do you think about it, Bob? I'll be right back. Are you ready for book seven? I am ready. This one is called The Lost and the Chosen. And it is book one in the Lost Sentinel series by Ivy Asher. My name is Venna, and I've been keeping a lot of secrets. You would too if you'd experienced some of the weird shit I have. Red-eyed monsters chasing me. Markings on my body appearing out of nowhere. A strange power that cackles colorfully over my skin from time to time. And don't get me started on the weapons I can conjure up out of almost anywhere. Lucky for me, I have yet to meet someone whose ass I couldn't kick, inside the ring or out. I put that to the test when I run headfirst into a fight that brings all my secrets, and reality as I know it, crashing down around me. Now I'm looking for answers and trying to piece together what the hell is going on. Paranormal is my new way of life. It's not going to be easy, and I'm not exactly welcome. That is, until I meet the boys. And trust me, they're anything but boyish. I'm up against elders who think I'm too powerful, a family who views me as a threat, and something lurking in the shadows that's been coming for me my whole life. There's not a chance in hell I'm going down without a fight. I'm not lost anymore, and I'm about to show this world exactly what I can do. The end. 
of cool. I kind of want to check it out because it's not. I don't know what the hell is going on, so I'm curious. Hmm. I want to. I might get it. Maybe it's is an there, audio. Yeah, if there's an audio book, that'd be cool. Hey, speaking of audio books, mm-hmm. we have been listening to a pretty fantastical book. Yes. Called Chocolate Sin. I thought it was Sin and Chocolate. We'll have to look it up. Stand by. Give it a goog. Was right. Sin and chocolate. There he is. There's yes. uh what is it? Keenan? Kieran or something. Kieran. This book has been a roller coaster of fucking emotions that I did not sign up for. First it started really shitty. It was just like this is I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I like it. It's okay. It's just the like first of all the care I hate everybody in it. <laughs> Even Mordecai? Yeah. He's in, uh, I'm like, uh, it's more, uh. All right, the main character. Let's talk about, let's just go down the list. All right. Her name is, oh, my God. Her name is Drama Queen, uh, Not Funny, uh, Bland. I'm, I'm the, the basic smarmy. Yeah, it looks like, she looks like she would write this book. Her name's Alexis, but they call her Lexi. Lexi. I'm smarmy Lexi. And I, oh, so, okay. It's like, it's like everything's just called the magical realm. Like the magic, magic people. It isn't like wizards. It's just like random, people can do random stuff. I mean, so far, yeah, we don't really know much about. They're just a magical people. Yeah. Like, she can talk to dead people. She sees ghosts. She's that kid. Yeah. She's like Sixth Sense. Yeah. And Homeboy is the prince of Ireland. He's a demigod. Uh, the, yeah. And his mom was a Selkie. Mm hmm. And his dad is the demigod of San Francisco. Oh, yeah. But uh, so so the mom was from Ireland? His mom. Kieran's mom. Got it. I'm assuming. I don't know. <sighs> I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't like Daisy, one of her wards. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's, uh, I mean, I get kind of annoyed. But I'm going to listen to it. It's gotten better. Yeah. Once she's once she stopped like uh, like a, a big part of the first kind of uh, chunk of the book is like uh, the other ward is Mordecai and he's like this fourteen year old. Well, they don't even explain it very well, but he's like a shapeshifter, a werewolf, a werewolf, and he's taking medicine. He has an illness. Yeah, some kind of mystery illness. Yeah. And. He needs medicine for it, and she's trying to work to get medicine for him. And so it's just like this, like, he's dying. Yeah, if he doesn't, it's a serum that he has to take, and if he doesn't take it, he's going to die. Basically, it's like his insulin. Yeah. I don't know. 
it's okay. Yeah, it's cool. There's one part that, that's that made it all wor- worth it. Yes. We'll we'll cut that out when we finish and play it for y'all. Absolutely. Can't wait. It's it's dope. Well. Well. Anything on the the docket? Yeah, well, we're we're in our new studio, so we're still getting that set up, so it's probably why we sound different. Yeah. Probably not so good. <laughs> you probably can't even hear Bob at all right now, huh, Bob? <laughs> but yeah. How, how do you like the new place? I love it. We finally bought our new house, and we've mm-hmm. moved into it, and that's what we've been doing. We've been getting settled and other things. Yep, it's been busy, busy. So how are you? What have you been doing? Listener, let us know in the comments down below. And tell me what you think of Larry the Cable Guy triple cheeseburger meal. Go get it yourself and tell him. Tell Larry that PRBC sent you. Well, well, I think this is where we're gonna uh, where we're gonna sign off here, yeah. my guy, my dude. Cool deal, my dude. I'm sleepy. Yeah. I don't want to sleep outside again for a while, even though I liked I liked our camping trip. Mm-hmm. But it was cold as hell. It's too cold, dude. It was like thirty degrees. Mm-hmm. Froze my titans off. <laughs> Okie dokie, artichokey. Are you ready to go to bed? Yep. Alrighty. Goodbye, dear listeners. Bye, guys. Something. Yeah. Peace, bye, peace bye. and love and bye-bye. <laughs> peace, love, and <laughs> applesauce. <laughs>